Episode number five of That's Unheard Of. I have a special guest in here from all the way from Utah, my man LB. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What it do? My guy, 30, Josh Goods. Yes. What's up, man? What's going on with you, man? How's, how's, how's everything? You know, I'm just living life, man. Taking it day by day, you know, learning new skills. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to be an adult, you know? Respectfully, respectfully. Um, all right, so let's get into this. Let's get into this. So uh, let's bring it back to the beginning. Uh, where where are you from originally? Is it New Brighton? Born and raised? raised? Born and raised in Brooklyn. Mm. Moved to Staten Island. New Brighton. Moved to New Brighton when I was six or seven. You know what I'm saying? I've been in New Brighton ever since. All the way up into high school. You know what I'm saying? Started out on Westerville, started out on Westerville Avenue. Then I was like 10 or 11, went to Winter Avenue. Curtains ever since, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. All right, so um, basketball, what, what got you into it? How you started playing ball? Oh, it's crazy, bro. Like RP Bobby, but Bobby was the first person I met on Staten Island. When I first moved out here. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> crazy. Bobby was the first person I met, but I was living on Westerville, and you know Mahoney's Park is just right there. Right. Go to Mahoney's Park. I would see people hooping all the time, Try to, you know, trying to play. I'm young. I'm trash, dude, just kicking me off the court every single time. Wait, dude's like who? Dude's like who? I need some names. I, I don't really know him. Oh, you know, okay. it, was, it was a while ago, but. Like, people was playing. They kicking me off the court. I finally got a chance to play, got on the court, stunk it up, bro. <laughs> but that was where it started right there. You know, if something in my mind that was like, man, I'm trash. I got to get better. Right, right. You know? And that's that started the journey, man. That's, damn, that's crazy. So I don't want to, like, fast forward too much, but I'm just trying to figure out because, I mean, I know – me coming up, it wasn't a cool thing to go to McKee. So I can imagine your time coming up, it definitely wasn't cool. How the hell do you get to McKee? Bro, my thought process was this, man. McKee is trash, bro. If I go there, I know for a fact I'm going to turn up, you know, but I want to I wanna do something different. Like, I want to I wanna make McKee a winning program, you know? And that was my whole thought process going into it. I knew none of my friends was going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I could really focus and, and just do my thing without any, any distractions. So I went to McKee and shit, I didn't, I mean, I didn't really have any distractions except my own, my own things that I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes being lazy, sometimes just being undisciplined, not wanting to do some stuff sometimes, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Damn, yo. Um, just jumping off topic a little bit. I said this in my last, uh, in one of my last interviews, like, there was three people on Staten Island that, like, that, like, you know, pushed me to play ball. Like, that I looked up to is uh, Holy Mo, because he's the first player I've seen on Staten Island. I'm from Park Hill. 
uh, TG, because, you know, high school and shit, I was with him. He's the first person I see, like, go crazy. And then you, I met you a little later, right? And, again, I don't care how people take this. You are the best player I've ever seen play basketball. I tell this to everybody I, I meet. Like, you are the best player I've ever seen play. Oh. How, how the hell did you, like, like, what, how'd you get, like, that good? Like, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? First and foremost, respect, bro. Respect. A lot of people ain't going to agree with your take. You know what I'm saying? 100%. But, I mean, but it's all right. I mean, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm all right. Like, if you would have, if you would have said that same thing like 10 years ago, I'd have been like, no, that's what it is. <laughs> but right now, you know, I, I mean, I don't really feel the same, but listen, I don't, I don't really know how I got so good, bro. I'm like, I can go through the stories. Like I was getting kicked off the court in, in Mahoney Park, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To going into Mahoney Park, like every day, trying to hoop, they kicking me off. Then I go up to Winter Avenue, and it's a whole different monster up there, bro. You know what I'm saying? We at Winter Park and, and you got some of the best basketball players like in Staten Island playing. Right. You no, know, right. I got Flight, like all the older guys. Flight was playing. My uncle Brian was hooping. And these are all college, college athletes, pro athletes at this time. And I'm still trying to get on the court, but it's way different from Mahoney where dudes is just hooping mm -hmm. to Winter Park where dudes is doing it for real. Right, right. You no? Know? Right, right, So right. I go up to Winter Park, bro, and, and I just see, I just see the greatness in there, bro. I just see, like, everybody dunking. I'm talking about people with jump shots crazy. Like, like it's, like, it's just different. It just wanted me, it just made me want to get better, like, even more. Right. And... Like if you ask anybody that was in Winter Park during those days, Boo, you know what I'm saying, Mello, Swizzy, mm -hmm. all the people that's growing up that's my age, they would tell you, bro, like there was never not a day I was not in that park, bro. Like sun shining, hot, sweaty, mosquitoes, snow, rain, nigga, whatever. Like You've we were there. shoveling that free throw line. I was there, bro. I was there for every minute of every day, bro. Like, and I think that was the reason I got better. But I also got to get back to the people that got me better, you know? Right. Like who? First and foremost, the haters that kept on kicking me off the court. Mm -hmm. I just was doing something to my head. Like, yo, <laughs> these niggas is going to be fooled one day. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was one thing. But I had my, my brother, rest in peace to my, uh, my older brother, Jason. Mm. He would always be in the in the park with me, you know what I'm saying? And um, a lot of people say that he was better than me, mm. you know? Mm. But he just didn't have that same type of mindset or mentality as me. But me and him was in the park almost all the time, hooping, you know, competing against each other. Right. And it didn't always end up good, ended up in fights, you know, all of this stuff. And my brother would always be like, you know, I'm not playing with you no more because... <laughs> I was so competitive. That was just me. It was my drive that, you know, and so he was one person that really forced me to get better because I had to, I had to be elite to play with my brother, Jason, yo. That's what's up. That's I had to be up. elite. That's what's up. Um, so we're going to like a little, take a little, another little step back, back to McKee. You, uh, 
So the big thing now everybody was talking about, especially like on uh, social media, everybody was saying how you led New York City in scoring over Sebastian Telfair. Yeah. That's true? Yeah, that's true. Damn. I led the whole New York City in scoring my senior year um, in high school. Mm. Um, I mean, I probably could have even did <laughs> a little bit more, to be honest, but I mean, my senior year was like, it was something special, man. Like, you know, I, I, they gave me the green light. You know what I'm saying? I had the green light to do whatever I wanted. And I mean, I knew I was going to be good. I knew I was going to be successful my senior year, but I didn't think I was going to be that successful where I was leading New York City and scoring. You know what I'm saying? I was, we was finally getting some wins under the belt you know like and even with all of that success people still like looked over it you know because you people into the key. Over, like what I did like I ain't never play no games on tv mm. I mean I ain't um I mean I had some write-ups in the news but I, I mean I ain't never get no front page action of the sports you know like right, some right, people right. do I, I mean I ain't never get that I just but again, I always just hooped. Like it wasn't about any of that. It was about just playing ball, something I love to do. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was more about seeing somebody that they said was good and then killing them. <laughs> right. No, it was never about it was never about the respect aspect of anything. Like I I ain't care what nobody thought about me. Mm -hmm. I just went out there and did my thing, you know? And, and I think that was the difference between me. And a lot of other people is that you know, people care about what other people think of them. Right. You no, know? right. I, right. I didn't care, yo. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna give you the business. You know what I'm saying? Every chance I get. And Josh, you know me. You know. Listen, <laughs> when I step on that court, I'm a whole different monster. Be like it just like something just changes in my head, bro. And I'm it's just different. I witnessed it. I know. Um. So yeah, moving a little forward. How'd you get to Utah? You didn't get to Utah straight out of McKee, did you? Nah, I went prep. Okay. I went prep for a year, Stone Ridge Prep in California, where I played with, listen, I played with like five dudes that's in the league, that went to the league, you know? Mm. And so I went out there, I played, man, I was, I was dogging people, you know what I'm saying? Again, back to that mindset where you know, people think, you are the best. I'm gonna show you why you're not. You know, right. I was in Stone Ridge. I was you know, killing some of the best players in the country. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. it was just regular. You know what I'm saying? And shit. From 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 Stone Ridge Prep, I got some offers from a lot of West Coast schools. You know, I had Wagner out of high school. I just thought I was better than Wagner. You know what I'm saying? I just thought I was, I was better than Juco. I didn't want to do that. My grades was not good. So I had to go to prep first and foremost. Right. Not that my grades wasn't good. I just didn't do well on that, that SAT. Okay. So and, you qualify or whatever. Yeah. So I, I didn't qualify, but then that's why I went to prep. I had to do better. So shit, I, I, I took to the books. I got the score that I needed. I qualified, went to prep school hooped and boom that's fire i got i got scholarships you know what i'm saying i got scholarships but 
I broke my I broke my ankle. You know what I'm saying? I listen. I had scholarships to like plenty of, of West Coast schools, Pac-10. Mm-hmm. You know, now the Pac-12, Big Big East. You know what I'm saying? I had all of these schools, and I broke my ankle, and all of those schools just fell back, except Utah. Utah wow. stayed persistent, so I went to Utah, and that's what it is, man. That's I'm fine. out here still to this day. I'm about to ask you, so yeah, I know you you living out there and stuff. So obviously, you have love for the school. Is it uh, if you could go back, would you change that decision, or are you still going to Utah? I'm changing that decision for a fact. Why is that? I'm changing because I don't know. It was the first time ever in my life that somebody has tried to change my game, mm. you know? And I did, I, listen, like when you go to college and you go to division one, you realize quickly that everybody is just as athletic. You no, know? you got people taller, bigger, stronger, faster. You know what I'm saying? And when I got there, like they just changed, they tried to change my game to, to me being in a corner or not being able to go to pick and rolls, change my creativity. And um, so I would go somewhere where, you know, it was free flowing. They would allow me to hoop and just be me on the court, you know? Right. Like a lot of, I don't know. A lot of the love for the game went away once I once I got to college. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it was mm, mm. I don't know. I was just out there hooping. I knew I loved it. I knew I had a goal in mind was to go to the league. And I don't know. It I was just out there because I I wanted to complete that goal. You know, I had the chance right in front of me. I had the opportunity, and. For me, it was like, I'm at Utah. This is where it got to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I made my decision to be here. I'm going to stay here for my four years and, and I'm going to accomplish these goals no matter what the obstacles are, you know? Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so moving a little bit forward, you finish playing at Utah and you go overseas, right? Overseas. Where you go? Where you, where you go play at? First year, went to Germany, bro. Oh my goodness, man. Like, uh, so I go, like, listen, I go from Utah, right? Mm. I go from Utah and it wasn't the best that I thought it would be, but you know, I had, I went to the NCAA tournament, you know, I had some good games, you know, I go overseas, I play in Germany's top league. And at first it started out amazing. You know, I'm over there, I'm killing, you know, I'm back to regular OLB, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my mental is right. I'm, I'm, I'm on kill mode, you know? <laughs> That's what it was. But then uh, they brought in a guy that they had in, in Paderborn, Germany, for five straight years. You know, he played the same position as me. They brought him in, and then my, my time just stopped, you yeah. know? And it's crazy because when you go overseas, they make you sign a contract to begin with in order to get through the preseason. And then after the preseason, they make you sign another contract for the the remainder of the season, you know? So the whole preseason, I was killing, leading, scoring a team. Like I was the man. And then they brung in this dude, you know what I'm saying? And I went from playing a lot to playing a little, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And now I'm older, I'm wise. I understand that basketball is a business, you know? Right. So 
I just took it as it was. I went to practice every day, um, showed up. I, you know, I played hard, killed everybody in practice the same way I, I'm, I normally do. And um, still nothing changed. So I just, you know what I'm saying? I collect my paychecks. I was going to practice, you know, when I got in the game, I, I did what I did and, you know, and that, and that was that, you know, I really enjoyed Germany being there, like the people, um, my teammates, I enjoyed them, but like I would say the organization really was, they was, I don't know. It wasn't like they was on the right track. Like they didn't want to be really good. They just wanted to be so-so. Right. You know? right. And damn, man. So we're going to move off you for a second, just a little second. Um, so I need a story of I need your story, like an Ed Walking story. It could be any anything. I just need an Ed Walking story from LB. Listen, it might be hard to find an Ed Watkins story, man. I wasn't like everyone else growing up that always went to Ed Watkins. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, but I wasn't, you did play for him, though. I did play for him for a little while, but I wasn't that dude that like idolized him like a, like a lot of other people did. Now, right, right. RIP to Ed Watkins, you know, like... He's a great mentor to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my first running with Ed Watkins was somebody took me to uh, IS61. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where he was running his little practices. Mike J, uh, all of the Curtis dudes is in there. You know what I'm saying? I go in there and it was just like, he was having us do some, some wild stuff. Like, <laughs> like just dribble, like use your creativity to dribble with like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it was cool, but it was like, like, what are we doing here? Right, right. In right. my, my mentality, because I thought I was going there to play. I right. thought I was going there to hoop. I didn't know it was going to be like a workout session. So that's the first time I was ever put in like this workout situation with a lot of other people that um, Staten Island considered to be really good. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Mike Janum won, won chips, you know, one of the like great high school teams in Staten Island. Uh -huh. You know, me, I'm just like, <laughs> Little old McKee boy, I probably wasn't even in McKee at that point. I was just probably going to 61, probably. Right. And he just had us doing mad, like wild stuff, <laughs> you know? And from that day, I didn't go back. Mm. And, you know, the rest of my life played out, got through college, did everything. And now I'm coming back. And I realized all my young boys that, you know, that, you know, I love that I still talk to today. It's all playing for, for Ed Watkins in the summertime. And you know, they invited me to play. Yo, El, you wanna play, you wanna play, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, you know, I'm listen, I'm playing in the city already. Like I'm playing, I'm playing here already. I'm playing Tri-State. I'm playing Rucker. I'm playing, I'm playing all of these different places. So it's like, I don't know if I could play, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, there was one tournament that I was not playing and it was uh, LES. Yeah. And, you know, you played in that with us, right? Mm -hmm. LES. and. They invited me to play and, and Ed, Ed invited me to play too, which, you know, and I told him straight up, like, yo, listen, I'm, listen, I have never paid to play on any team in my life. I knew you and, was gonna... You know what I'm saying? I knew <laughs> I'm you not paying. Say you know what I'm saying? I'm not paying nothing. Right. Even though I had the bread, I, I was playing professional, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, I never paid. So like, if you want me to play, I ain't coming out of pockets for nothing. Right, right, right. You know what I'm right, saying? I already right. got to take the ferry here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I ain't paying it. Ed was like, you know what? Cool. You know, just just play. And 
Ed let me lead the team the way I wanted to. Like Ed was just, he just let me do me. And it was like, all right, Ed, I respect that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just let me do me. I ain't have no problems. And you like, like the way he treated like other people on the team and he treated me was like completely different. Like it was all love at the end of the day, but it was like, like he's good. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. He has to lead the team for us to be successful. Absolutely. And I really loved that about Ed. And I thought like, like while we was playing, like, damn, if Ed was my college coach, I'd be, I'd be in the <laughs> A right now, <laughs> you right. know? So again, rest in peace to Ed Watkins. Um, he ain't impact my life like the way he impacted a lot of other people around him. Mm-hmm. But I, under, I understand his impact from a distance. So, you know, it was always respect. It was always love, you know? So again, RP to Ed. Absolutely. All right, moving on a little bit. So I got a story about you. <laughs> um, this is probably the first, maybe the first year I've met you. You probably ain't gonna remember this. You kind of old, but anyway, it's like the first year I met you. And like I said, I was idolized by you. I thought you was like the Jordan. So I remember me and uh, Say, my boy, you know, Say Dina, whatever. Yeah, my guy Say was Facts. good, Say. <laughs> you had That's a- uh, ride, you know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. You, uh, you had a game in the city and I just remember, I don't know where we was. I just remember you were just like, yo, come on. I got a game in the city. We all just got in your call. You had the little two-seater joint. Yeah, white beef song. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had, I had say Dina park that joint for me because we was yes. running a little late. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. And you got, we got, we was there late. It was like halftime and you went in there and I've never seen nothing like that still to this day. Halftime. I'm not exaggerating. You came in and had 30 and a half. Like, oh man, it was incredible, man. It was incredible. You was just like, yeah, you was everything to watch. Word. We we love watching you play. Word. Man, I, I appreciate it. And the thing is, like, I loved when my young boys came to watch me play, you know, because like in my mind, like I've already, I'm I'm a professional. I've been a professional. I played college ball. I know you had admirations to go play. Mm-hmm. So like when you guys was there, I was like, you know, I got to show out. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I got to show out. So like when we played in that game, I already had it in my mind. Like I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like I'm going to just go out and like just, you know, get my 25 and just be all right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, listen, I'm going to go out there and kill. I'm just going <laughs> to the whole package. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you remember the game, you will remember, like, I'm shooting one leg. Yes. yes. Half court. Like, I'm doing, like, I, I got into the whole bag that day. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. The only reason I got into the whole bag is because I knew, I knew I had people watching me that could possibly go in the same direction or further. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Josh was at my my old school, you know what I'm saying, McKee. And I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta do this for my guys. So I gotta show him that like he could like he could do it too. Like it's it, it ain't really nothing to it. Facts. You know? Facts. And that's funny that you mentioned that. So speaking about that, uh moving a little forward, you know, we it's ain't about me. So I ain't gonna talk about my personal stuff. But I I come to play for you. How, how was I as a player? Cause you know I, we kind of clashed because you know I looked up to you too much. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like so yeah, let's let's talk about that a little bit. So, Coach LB and Player LB is 
different. You know what I'm saying? So when I coached you, I, I came from a background where I knew so much about basketball at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm -hmm. like, you need to play this way in order to make it where you need to go, Josh. Right. Like, I, I know, you know? And you just wouldn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Josh, come on, bro. You gotta be the man. Like, I'm telling you. Like, like I didn't wanna like, I didn't wanna like really take away from anything that you was doing on the court. Like, would you agree with that? No, like, fact, fact. I would fact. always tell you like, you the, you the man, bro. Like you gotta do everything. You can't just do one thing. You gotta do everything, right? Facts, facts. And, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't play no defense. Like, <laughs> but you would give me 30. And I was happy about that. But I was always on you. I was always hard on you. Like you could, like I was hard on you. Like, yo, listen, you gotta do everything on the court. You gotta grab every rebound. You gotta get every assist. You gotta get every bucket. Like, this is what I'm telling you every time on the court and you didn't do those other three things, but you you scored that ball. You put the ball in the basket. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I just had to prove points. Like when we played, uh, who we played? Uh, St. Benedict's, you benched me? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> when St. Benedict's, when you benched me? Yeah, we went to St. Benedict's and I had to put you on the bench. Not because I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I just had to prove a point. Like, yo, listen, you see these dudes over there? You got you got like three people that's in the league right now from that team. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody else went division one. I know they got a better team overall, but bro, you better than them. But you're not showing it right now. Right. You know, you're not showing it. You're like, you're not playing with that energy that I need you to play against the people that you want to be. Facts. Facts. You know? Yeah. So, so I was like, yo, got to put you on the bench. You know what I'm saying? I had Pete live out there playing like he was a star player, nigga. That's Why did I have Pete Live out there playing like he was a star player? Right. He just played with energy, bro. Yeah. He like he couldn't score the ball, he couldn't put the ball in the basket, but like his his heart was in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was he was there. So, you know, again, back to your your question was like I loved coaching you, but I just expected so much out of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew how good you could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you didn't give it to me, I was like, damn, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I like, I don't know why I can't get through to him. Now, that was 100% me because you know what it was? Especially back then, I thought I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't tell me I wasn't good. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. And anyway, no, again, this ain't about me. Anybody tell you you wasn't when you was killing everything moving. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But for right. me, I, I I did the same thing. So I understood, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I understood like, Josh, this is what you gotta do, right? And I know, I know you was like, damn, like, I know LB nice, but listen, I'm nice too. So I'm gonna do it my way. Right, yeah. I, I was like that too at one point. I mean, you asked Coach E and you asked Coach Hans, my high school coaches, how I was. They are gonna tell you it wasn't a smooth ride. Right. You know, right. everything wasn't smooth with LB, you know, but um, so I understood where you was going through. And I, I remember coaching you in a game where you actually gave me everything. And what happened? <laughs> what was that 40 ball, 40 something? Oh, yeah. easy 40. So I'm just <laughs> like, yo, everybody get out the way. Get Josh the ball, get out the way. You did everything. So you rebounded, you assisted, you put the ball in the basket. You locked up a best player who was 
actually really good. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, that's the type of games that you, that's how you got to put it together, Josh. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's how you got to put it. And the game was on TV. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's where you got to show up and put it together. And I was like, yeah, all right, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know? move, it, move it a little forward. Um, We're going to get a little controversial now. Just a all little right. bit. You can do whatever. I, don't yeah. <laughs> all right. I need your top five players. That you've seen play on Staten Island. On Staten Island, you know, first and foremost, you know, I gotta go with my bro Zaire. Me and Zaire had had many battles. You know what I'm saying? So Zaire is in my eyes, and I like I haven't seen Sandy Brock play, so like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Zaire is the best basketball player in my eyes on Staten Island even above me. And I say that because I can get a bucket, you know what I'm saying? But Zaire was a point guard. Right. He can get a bucket. He can get other people involved. He was going to get the, re- like, he was going to do everything like I wanted you to do mm-hmm. for the team to be successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I put Zaire first, Kyle McElhinney. Now I was a senior when he was a freshman and he was giving out work his freshman year. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, he was giving out work his freshman year. He had an older brother on the team that was a senior. And me and him had to battle. I'm ha- I have to battle against his older brother. And his little brother's not even a factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cal, like, he's giving out. Like, nobody really know about him. And he's giving out work. But we all worried about his older brother, who was actually pretty good, too. Right. And we had to play them in some consolation game. And he gave us 30 my, he gave us 30 <laughs> my senior year. And, like, I think he'll talk about that. Like, if you... Like he'll talk about giving me 30 as a freshman. Like he was like not giving me 30, but giving our team 30. Yeah, yeah. I had to guard his older brother who was actually that's tough. So he was a freshman, he was a senior, he gave you at 30. Locking him. I was locking his older brother up. (laughs) I wasn't worried about younger brother. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So when he gave us 30, it was too late to even even switch. So Mm. yeah, like, yeah. So so Zaire, Kyle, uh Phil Martin, I love Phil's game, man. Like, but more importantly, I love this attitude about the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because he had the same attitude that I'd have. I don't, I don't care about nobody, son. Like, right. I'm just gonna do me. So Phil, so Phil, Kyle, Zaire, um, let me think. Like, I, like I, I really, you know, what I'm saying, uh. Timmy Holland, when I first watched Timmy Holland play in um, in Mahoney's Park, I never watched him play like legit basketball. I only watched him play in Mahoney Park. Mm-hmm. He was killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? So so Timmy Holland, and he came, he was with McKee, you know? He was my he coach, was, I know. And he would, he, he would come to practice and- He was my coach. Oh, it's like, I'm, I'm just a different type of person. If I see somebody's good, I'm gonna go at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Like me and him would go at it at practice, crazy. Like him and Kenny Aponte. Mm. So we would go at it. So like, I really respect Timmy Howland. And last but not least, and I, I almost forgot about him, Sundra Franks, bro. Right, yo, it's crazy. Red say him too. Bro, when I tell you Sundra Franks was a different type of monster. Bro, yo, Red said bro. the same exact thing. Bro. 
different type of mind. He could shoot it from anywhere on the court, like, and won't miss. Like, he would make, like, I've watched him make 50 in a row in the park on a double rim. You know what I'm saying? I've watched him lock people up, like, sit down on people where they can't even move. Like, like if you, if I had to, like, say I idolized somebody or I had somebody that I was like, damn, like, all right, like, he's the one I need to get to. Mm. It was him because he was just different. He was different from, from everybody else. Everybody. Damn, that's crazy. That's so, <laughs> so that's my five. Sandra, Timmy, Kyle, Zaire. Who else uh, I said? Phil Martin. Phil. Phil. Yeah. That's a good five. That's a good five. I like yeah, that five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So now let's move a little forward. So now you, uh, what you got going on down there in Utah now? You training, right? Yeah, uh, I teach people the game now, you know. I, I just thought, like, I've been through it all. Like, I played professional. I didn't get to where I wanted to go. But at least the knowledge that I've, that I've learned on the way, you know what I'm saying, I can give it back. Right. You know? So I'm out here training. I actually teach now. I'm a teacher. Oh. Yep. I teach. I teach up? junior high school. <laughs> um, Are you a Mormon? No, definitely not. <laughs> not a Mormon. Um, but I teach and, and I train, you know, I take care of my family. Speaking of your family, how wife you doing? Bro, come on, man. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to come out. Come on, you know, come on, bro. I knew it was going to come out. You know, wifey is good, man. She's upstairs right now chilling. We got chance. date night tonight. It's Valentine's Day, so. Absolutely. Shout you know, out to wifey. Shout out to wifey. Um, yeah, but back to your training. So, like, who, like, what ages are you training? I train from right now, I got kids from fifth grade all the way to pros, you know, that I train. That's fire, man. The way to pros, no, basically, I'm teaching them footwork, teaching them ways on how to get by their defenders easier with their feet. Not with the ball dribbling 30 million times. Um, you know, proper shooting mechanics, finishing around the rim. You know, all all these different things, you know? Yeah. And like I don't teach the game per se. Like I'm I'm not teaching you plays. That's coaching, right? Right. I'm not teaching you plays. I'm teaching you how to be a killer. You're a trainer. You know? Right, right. Yeah. I'm teaching you how to be a killer. You and somebody in front of you, you kill them. That's just that was my mindset, you know. So I, I try to push that along to everybody else. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, all right. So we're gonna get to a little segment. Uh, answer these, you know, uh, general questions. Answer them to the your best of your abilities. No pressure at all. Okay. What's the What's the first thing you do or think of when you wake up? First thing I do or think of when I wake up, first thing I do is I pick up my phone to turn off my damn alarm because, you know, I, I got to turn off that alarm. I either hit the snooze button or I jump right up to just brush my teeth and get ready to go to work or go to my training sessions. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Mm. If I had a superpower, what would it be? I think it would be to have every superpower. What? You know what I'm <laughs> like it would be to have every superpower imaginable like like have the thanos glove 
and be able to do whatever, whenever. <laughs> That's new. That's definitely a new one. All right. Um, what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Ah, man. Yeah, I'm coming with the questions. Time. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> my biggest failure is, my biggest failure is probably not going to the A because that was a goal I had that I did not complete. You know what I'm saying? And I can't complete. Right, right. So that is that is my biggest failure. But what I would say I learned from it is that now you can't take no shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you do, you gotta go, you gotta go hard, man. You can't can't be no shortcuts. You gotta go every day. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put in the time, you gotta put in the effort to do something. And and the chips is gonna fall where you want them to fall, man. So Absolutely. <clears throat> what advice would you give someone when to pursue a career similar to yours? Hooping or teaching? Uh, whatever your career is right now. All right. So my career right now is teaching. Mm -hmm. And like, if you're the type of person that wants to go to college, I would say get into education because it's, it's a career that's not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the pay is not like it's not the greatest pay in the world, but it's so rewarding to have to teach somebody something and they get it right because those things that you're teaching them they're gonna carry on they're gonna carry on for the rest of them for the rest of their lives, right. you know. And it's a, again, it's a career that's not going anywhere. So I would say, you know, get into teaching if you have patience. You know what I'm saying? If you care about people and you want to help people, get into teaching. Um, on a basketball tip, I would say, if you want to do it, just give it everything you got. You know what I'm saying? And if it comes to a point where, you know, you almost got there and you didn't, or you didn't make it to where you needed to make it, bro, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like 1% of people in the world go to the NBA. It's okay. Just think about the goals that you have reached, make small little goals for yourself and try to complete those, you know? But always give always give it a shot, you know? Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> what are, who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? Um, first and foremost, my mom. You know, I grew up in a single family. It's 11 brothers and sisters I got. Wow. So my mom's held it down. You know, um, she made sure we was all taken care of, all 11 of us. So my mom is one. Um, the second was, or is Michael Jordan, you know, <laughs> because like, I don't know, like I sat, I sat down and I watched, I watched him on the Bulls and I was like, yeah, he's a killer. Right. That's how I got to be. You know, so I feel like that's where I got my mentality from, whereas I got to I got to eat everything moving mm -hmm. pause if y'all still do that. But <laughs> yeah, um, so Michael Jordan, my mom and and my brother, Jason, you know, so I'm RP to Jason. Um, 
only because like everybody would always say Jason was better than me. Jason was better than me. Jason was better than me. You know what I'm saying? And that that pushed me to always try to be better than him. Right. Even though I don't know if it ever happened during the time that he was alive, but it definitely pushed me to be better than him. And it actually gave me a dream to look forward to also, you know, mm-hmm. competing with my brother, realizing that I was pretty good at something. It gave me a dream to look forward to and something that I could never stop striving for when I was young. Right. You know, put me in a position that I am today. You know, I could still be in Staten Island, on Winter Avenue, doing God knows what, but you know, I got a beautiful family. I have, you know, a beautiful friend. I got a nice house, you know, so yeah, it gave me a dream and it helped me accomplish some things that I probably wouldn't have if I ain't have him to to compete with, you know? Right, right. damn. That's deep. <laughs> All right. So that ends that segment. There's another segment I got here. It's called Finish the Sentence. If I wasn't a teacher, I would be? Trainer, full time. I have seen every episode of? Game of Thrones. Oh. What? You bugging. Game of Thrones is stupid. Too much stupid. for me, bro. It's too much. It's Game too of much. Thrones is stupid. But I also seen a lot of shows, so. But that's the first one that popped in my head. The wire, you know what I'm saying? I wish I was living in. I wish I was living in. Shit, I don't know. New York is my home. So I wish I was living in New York, but definitely not Staten Island. <laughs> right. Um, I'm currently addicted to. I'm addicted to my daughter, man. She is, yo, <laughs> she is. She's my world, so I'm definitely addicted to her. Like every day, like I leave her for six, seven hours a day, and I just miss her all day. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. My name is LB, and I am a. I'm an assassin, <laughs> killer, a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, can, bro. I can go on, you know. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm a mentor, father, husband. Like I can go on and on about what I am, but you're the goat. Say that. You say you're the goat. I listen, listen. I ain't gonna say that because like Staten Island and my whole my world is different. Like there's people that's around me that's that's crazy. You know? So I ain't well, you my goat. You my goat. We can we hey, say that. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Well, that's all I got for you. So we got we're gonna guess if we're gonna edit on that. Hey man, appreciate you guys having me on the show, man. And um, yeah, man, like that's that's me in a nutshell, man. You you asked a lot of questions, so I appreciate you appreciate for coming. It. Definitely, if definitely. Nobody definitely. know who I am or or why I am the way I am with people, and I'm still the same way now because people be doing those posts on on social media, like who's the goat. Yeah, you know, I gotta poke my head in sometimes and be like, yeah, I know what it is, man. Stop playing. <laughs> oh, if you don't do it, you know, I'm gonna do it for you. So, you know, <laughs> uh, yo, shout out to shout out to the 40s, man. Shout out to 30s, my yes. guys. Yes. Hey, man, when I come home, we gotta 
You know what I'm saying? We got to do a 30s versus 40. That got to be like... We got to be the tradition. Got to make it a tradition, an annual thing, because it's, it's so lit, man. It keeps us all together. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate you, brother. I love you. You know that. You know how I feel about you. Thank you for coming on, bro. You already know. Appreciate it, man. We yeah. keep, keep keeping it raw, nothing lasts or more. Keep, 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 keep keeping it raw, nothing lasts or more.